Dun, dun, dun. What's up, Periscope and D Live and Facebook? And YouTube should be connecting soon. Yes, it is. And Twitch, of course, as well. I am James Hake. This is the Hake Report. As you know, it is Wednesday, November 25th, 2020. Happy early Thanksgiving, all Americans, including American Indians. Nice. Appreciate it. And um, happy Thanksgiving to the world, because you should be thankful for what's left that's decent inside of America, right? <laughs> I will be getting to your calls, 888-775-3773. I have some things to get to that I did not get to yesterday. You may have heard a clip on the Jesse Lee Peterson show in the third hour about a transgender children. I have some a little bit more information on that. Well, a little bit more in the way of clips. On that particular kid, that little boy, four-year-old boy, the mother treated him like a girl. What a shame. I think she regrets it now. And Obama. I have some Obama clips, some disgusting Obama clips. <laughs> you know how the mainstream media loves Obama because they love phonies. And they're phony. And Obama's phony. So I'm going to play some clips on that. I even have a little clip of Seth Rich talking, the late, perhaps great Seth Rich. You know, the conspiracy theorists, and I say that term with more affection than for the mainstream media, let's say, because <laughs> the mainstream media pushes destruction, destructive conspiracy theories, but they pretend it's news, such as the BL phony BLM narrative, right? Or the phony Me Too movement. But the conspiracy theorists believe that Seth Rich was the one who leaked the DNC emails exposing their, the corruption within the DNC, Democrat National Committee, to WikiLeaks. But some say, official sources say that it was Guccifer 2.0, Russians, <laughs> that gave them to WikiLeaks. Who knows? And some other items as well. CNN actually says Trump can win. I got the clip from uh, an independent journalist. I have a little bit of updates on this nutty black judge, Emmett Sullivan. Disgusting liberal judge who was grandstanding against the great and faithful and patriotic and nationalistic General Michael Flynn. He said, arguably, sir, you sold out your country. Stupid. Just completely stupid. Well, that guy is trying to prevent deportations of illegal alien children. And a bunch of other stuff. It's ridiculous. So, and I may have a little bit of, th of a throwback on Celine Dion. And I do want to touch on the SPLC Antifa communism stuff. Just some interesting information. So with that, let's get on with the show. One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. Hey, guys! Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. So, isn't it a shame 
27-year-old Seth Rich died in the crime-ridden, and it's allowed to be crime-ridden, city of Washington, D.C. He was, I believe, in Bloomingdale or Bloomington or something like that. Part of, what it, is there a Bloomingdale part of uh, Washington, D.C.? Back in, I think it was, what, July of 2016 or something like that? Seth Rich, I told you guys about him in Hake News at the end of hour one of the Jesse Lee Peterson show today. Because there was an update, the parents, liberal parents, got a, they won a lawsuit, well, they won a settlement against Fox News because Fox News had promoted what people are calling a conspiracy theory that Seth Rich and they call it a false conspiracy theory, that Seth Rich was a whistleblower. A whistleblower, a patriot of conscience, who leaked information to the WikiLeaks, DNC emails, Democrat National Committee emails. Seth Rich was, I guess since 2014, from 2014 until his death, a staffer for the DNC. And he was trying to make it help voters vote more easily and help them vote, um, you know, get out the vote, right? That type of stuff. And I actually have a clip of him. Let me play this clip, um, 14. I got this from Space Cowboy on Twitter. It says, Patri- with patriotic signs, says, Seth Rich questions election commission about ballot integrity. Hashtag his name was Seth Rich. Hashtag voter fraud. Seth Rich had valid concerns. Voters for Bernie Sanders believed that the DNC was engaging in election fraud to nominate Hillary Clinton. That's what this space cowboy person was saying. Well, he was mainly concerned about what is the primary reason for getting rid of votes, like rejecting ballots. So here is just a brief clip. You hear his voice. You get to hear a little bit of what he sounded like, and you get to see him talking. Listen to Seth, the late, perhaps great, Seth Rich. Seth Rich with the DNC. I think some of you have spoken about provisional ballots and rejected ballots. I guess we've looked at as an outside practitioner with a vested interest in training our our voters, how do we get better access to data that tells us why ballots are rejected, why ballots are cast as provisional, so that we can analyze that and then develop better training guides? Can one of the election officials speak to any work you've done with either the parties or other groups on, on that type of information? Yeah. Um. So that's just, that's just a little clip showing Seth Rich talking. But he was concerned about getting, letting his voters know how to vote properly. The, the Democrats. He was a Democrat. Yeah. I mean, he grew up in this Jewish family. Most Jewish people are liberals. He was a worker in D.C., but did he have a conscience? Did he have... His father doesn't believe that he leaked the emails to... That he would leak the emails to... About... From the DNC to uh, WikiLeaks. But he would wear these patriotic clothes. It would, he looked like a walking American flag. A little ridiculous. But he maybe likes America. There's some sincere people who are just suckered into being Democrats. But there's these grandstanders, these phony fake news people, such as Eric Wemple from, I think, the Washington Compost, who tweeted, 
Fox News, because under, with Fox News, there was this journalist that I told you about, Malia Zimmerman, right? Zimmerman, I think is her name? She's an investigative journalist, and she said, oh, multiple sources say that Seth Rich was the one who leaked the thousands of emails, over 10,000, maybe like 14,000 or 17,000 emails and 1,700 or something like that attachments from the DNC to WikiLeaks through this journalist who's now dead, some other, other American journalist, investigative journalist who's died, who was associated with uh, WikiLeaks. And so Sean Hannity was all over it. I think Steve Bannon, who is, uh, was Trump's campaign guy, one of Trump's campaign guys, formerly of Breitbart News, Steve Bannon, uh, you could say he jumped to conclusions about it. He was say- saying this was definitely a targeted hit. Because he was murdered in the streets, supposedly steps from his house, or not far from his house. He was at some bar in uh, Washington, D.C., a couple of miles from home. He left the bar before 2 a.m., which is ill-advised, especially in D.C. He called his, you know, he called his father. His father didn't pick up because he's in bed. It's after 2 in the, it's like 2 in the morning. He called his uh, a frat friend of his, fraternity brother, and then he called his girlfriend, some woman, and I have the name of it, of her. But he was on the phone with the girlfriend, and the girlfriend thought she heard voices, and then he said, no, don't worry, I'm almost home. And then he, has, he gets these bruises on his face and hands, and gets murdered in the street. And the cops say, oh, we think it was a um, botched robbery. We'll go with that. Nothing was stolen. They just murdered him. Shot him in the back a couple times. He was not shot in the head. So it wasn't an assassination, somebody said. <laughs> As if they need to be shot in the he needs to be shot in the head for, to be assassinated. I guess you know it's done if you're shot in the head usually. But they shot him twice in the back. And cops showed up within minutes. Took him to the hospital. He died an hour and a half later. What are you doing at the... He frequented this bar, by the way. What are you doing at a bar and then walking home in the middle of the night in Washington, D.C., which is crime-ridden? A lot of crime in D.C. A lot of blacks in D.C., too, by the way, FYI. Just a side note. Not necessarily related to the crime. <laughs> but we know. We know. But this poor guy... Well, I don't know. Poor. What a shame. Assange, Julian Assange, the head of WikiLeaks offered $20,000 reward for information leading to his conviction, but said, we're not saying that he was a source. We don't reveal sources. But they all, it could have been misdirection. Who knows? It took him from 1.40 in the morning till 4.17 a.m. That's like two and a half hours to walk home. That's ridiculous. He must have been. Was he? Dr- How drunk was this guy? I don't know. Stay sober and aware, guys. Especially white guys. And he looked white. But I don't know. His parents said, Oh, this is emotional distress. You guys are saying stuff that there's no proof of or it isn't true. Official sources say that it wasn't him that leaked the emails. It was Guccifer. It was the Russians. And and they're liberals anyways, right? They don't want it. And also they don't want... Negative attention. Here's the the parents. 
Yikes. But they're all broken up over their son. And they don't like Fox News. They don't like the conservatives. The conservatives are promoting Seth Rich as a, as what they think might be a whistleblower. A patriotic young man. But they're acting like, oh, he's getting smeared. This is worse than him dying in the first place. <laughs> not, they're not exactly saying that, but they're acting, talking about having to relive this stuff. And, you know, it reminds me of them being all dramatic about Alex Jones speculating about whether the, uh, the Sandy Hook shooting in uh, Connecticut, I think it was, whether that, whether those were actors, you know, because he sometimes he'll speculate and say, "Oh, this was," or we think that what might have been, or whatever, this might have been fake. Ro- Rhode Island, I don't know, but anyway, Sandy Hook, I think it's Connecticut. But anyway, they act like, "Oh, that's so terrible!" Ooh, so terrible. Meanwhile, the mainstream media doesn't mind destroying people, doing actual harm to people, as opposed to speculation about somebody who died. And, you know, the parents get annoyed about it, and in some cases they may dispute the thing, they may be liberals, or they may not want their children being caught up in a whole bunch of drama over what could affect the direction of the country with regard to the Second Amendment, or Hillary Clinton, or President Trump, or the Democrat Party, and all that stuff. I don't blame them for not liking that. Newtown, Connecticut. Thank you. Was that Adam Lanza? I don't remember. But it's so ridiculous. The, the mainstream media is all posturing. Washington Post, I mentioned Eric Wemple of the Washington Compost. He said, let's be clear about all this. Fox News' propagation of this conspiracy theory about Seth Rich, right? was one of the most heinous acts in the media of the 21st century. <laughs> yeah, except for, Fox, except for Washington Compost's existence, yeah? The fact that they brought the riches in court for more than two years is an outrage of, he says, comparable magnitude. Comparable magnitude of, to what? I don't know what he's talking about. But Fox News was basically trying to defend themselves, cover their behinds, and not have to pay out or fire anybody or suffer embarrassment for being the one mainstream media source that, well, they gave credence to this theory because this lady cited multiple sources. One of them was anonymous and he turned out to be a, a uh, Morgan Stanley executive who was friends with Steve Bannon. And who knows if he was telling the truth or not? I don't know. But when somebody says multiple sources are saying it and... It doesn't mean it's true or not true. Multiple sources say a lot of things that are false. Remember, multiple sources said that uh, hands up, don't shoot was real. Fake, so, fake uh, lying blacks or liberals in uh, the, the shooting of Mike Brown in Ferguson, Missouri. So it, it doesn't mean anything to me. I don't blame Fox News for saying that. But... They're, they're mad because Sean Hannity kept on bringing up Seth Rich's name and all that stuff. And maybe Lou Dobbs and others. Whatever. But it's so phony. The me- mainstream media promotes destructive lies like the Black Lives Matter narrative. So dumb. Whatever. 
So, whatever. That's, that's the update on Seth Rich. They won, like, maybe millions of dollars, the parents did, off of Fox News covering their son in a way that they claimed they didn't like. Hmm. Money. <laughs> and Fox News was like, oh, we hope we, they can find some peace and solace. <laughs> a small amount of peace and solace with millions of dollars. No, that doesn't give you peace or solace. And they, honestly, they look like liberals. I don't know. Seth Rich looked like a nice guy. I don't know. A lot of you guys make assumptions one way or another, and the mainstream media makes assumptions one way or another. This guy, Robert Mueller, formerly of the FBI, I don't know if he's a Republican. If he is, he's a complete rhino. Hates Trump. He's the special investigator for the fake Russian conspiracy theory, Russian collusion conspiracy theory, which resulted in nothing. He and the FBI and the so-called intelligence community said, oh, no, it wasn't Seth Rich, it was Guccifer. And they supposedly found evidence to that effect. Again, whatever, I don't know what to believe. The FBI lies to us all the time. They li- didn't they lie to get that guy Michael Flynn? On the, uh, on the hook so that they could accuse him of stuff. I think they lied on the FISA warrants, too, to get F- Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act so that they can spy on the Trump campaign. Didn't they lie? That's the FBI. Nothing happens to them. And then they're cited as though they're reliable source. Most of them are dumb liberals. Speaking of Michael Flynn, that, I have this, you know that nutty federal... Is he a federal judge? That nutty judge Emmett Sullivan, black judge, who said, arguably, sir, you sold your country out uh, against, he claimed that against general, three-star general Michael Flynn, the dad, who worked for President Trump for a short time as the national security advisor, or at least he was in that position. I don't even know how much he got to work. And he talked to... uh, They said, oh, he violated the Logan Act, right? Something like that, where you're not supposed to talk to um, foreign people, foreign uh, countries, to potentially make deals with them and stuff before you're president. Well, I think Joe Biden's people are doing that already. But no prosecutions are spying on them. At least not that we know of. But supposedly President Trump has said, according to mainstream media, and you don't know if they're telling the truth, that he wants to pardon General Flynn because he supposedly lied to the FBI. And he supposedly confessed to lying to the FBI, although he wants to take back that guilty plea. Because he pleaded guilty, but he didn't have good lawyers. He had sleazy lawyers, right? And so this great Sidney Powell, the great lady who's investigating Dominion and Smartmatic and all that. And I don't know if she's telling the truth about that. She, I don't take her to be, I don't take her to be a kook, which they're pretending to portray her as, a kook, a nutcase. I don't t- think of her as that. I could be wrong, but I don't think of her as that. And I think that she really loves the country. And I think that she is willing to go after the heart of the matter. Whereas the establishment wants to dance around the issue. 
the, by the establishment, I'm talking about Rudy Giuliani, even though some of you guys like Rudy Giuliani. And I don't have any trust in that Jenna Ellis lady, even though she is a lawyer for President Trump and in the forefront. But I just don't trust her. <laughs> She's too young and pretty and uh, female. <laughs> And seemingly, like, establishment-friendly. But I could be wrong. You know me. You know me. So distrustful. I don't even like President Trump's um, spokesman, female spokesman. That lady, uh, never mind. You know who I'm talking about, I think. But this Emmett Sullivan didn't want Flynn's charges against him dropped. Because the DOJ... She, like, humiliated the DOJ until they're willing to drop charges against uh, General Flynn. And then the, and of course, the uh, head of the DOJ, supposed head of the DOJ, right? By, in name only, maybe. President Trump's guy, William Barr, wants to drop the charges, and it's their right to do it. But the judge wants to say, no, you can't do that, and we need a special investigator or something like that to look into it. Because he's all, arguably, sir, you sold your country out. Okay, Obama judge, or whatever you, you are. I think he's Obama, Bush, and who, who knows what else. <laughs> I forgot. I covered it a few days ago. And then he's like, try, he's trying to force this U, U.S. Postal Service Postmaster General Louis DeJoy to show up in court. This same judge. And he's also part of a... He was part of a, a decision, or he said that ICE cannot deport illegal alien, certain illegal alien children, but ICE went ahead and expelled 33 so-called immigrant children to Guatemala after that judge said they, they couldn't. 33 children without a parent. That's their fault. I'm talking about the parents or the, whoever brought them. And in some cases, the children themselves, so-called children themselves, because some of these people are, they say that they're young, but they're, they say that they're 16 when they're really 20 <laughs> or whatever. They do lie. And this guy issued an injunction, I guess, Wednesday? Minutes before the flight left for Guatemala City. Today? I guess that happened today. But ICE, an ICE official confirmed the flight shortly before they were informed of the, the court's injunction against uh, Trump's getting rid of these people amid the... Um, but he said, oh no, it's the coronavirus. You can't deport them. <laughs> I don't know. He'll use anything to break the law, to let these people stay here illegally. And the ACLU, the enemies of America, the ACLU is involved in trying to keep the illegal alien, so-called children here in the country, illegally, pretending they care about American civil liberties. No, more like anti-American, not Americans. By the way, Sidney Powell, who represents General Flynn, in that case, that's the DOJ dropped charges against him, but General, but this Emmett Sullivan guy doesn't want the charges dropped. She said that she wants to win the legal fight with Judge Sullivan. And she doesn't want Trump to pardon him. She doesn't want any, any even remote 
indication that Flynn is guilty because he's not. Such a shame. What a mess. <sighs> so, I have other things to get to. I want to touch on this embarrassing clip of Obama, but I got to get to some calls. And Noah's Art Kansas with the diamond. Appreciate you. Thank you to Dark Side of the Bear What and Jesse Lee Peterson hosting the Hake Report on DLive, on your DLive channels. Appreciate it. That's cool. <laughs> You know what? I gotta play this clip before. Hang tight, callers. I gotta play this clip. It's so ridiculous. Let me play clip 15 first. This is, it's just a still picture of Obama, right? But it's, I guess he's on the Breakfast Club? Something like that? He was on some radio station. He's making rounds because he's come out with a book or something dumb like that. Barack Obama, this is the former president of the United States. The worst president that we've ever had. Even though Joe from Phoenix thinks that he's the best or great or something like that. And he thinks that I hate him because he's black and did a great job. <laughs> this is from The Recount on Twitter. This is some uh, Twitter person, right? Shared this clip from, I guess, the Breakfast Club interview. Talking about President Trump and Hispanic support. Speaking of illegals and Hispanics. Here is Obama talking about the support for President Trump. Listen to this. Um, people were surprised about uh, a lot of Hispanic folks who voted for Trump. But there's a lot of evangelical Hispanics who, you know, the fact that Trump says racist things about Mexicans or puts uh, detainees, uh, you know, uh, uh, undocumented workers in cages, they think that's less important than the fact that, you know, he uh, supports their views on, you know, gay marriage or abortion. Ridiculous. That's Obama lying. Trump has said nothing racist. <laughs> racist. Racist things about Mexicans. What, by telling the truth about what some of them have done? They have indeed. It Look up, Breitbart has compiled local reports, in some cases, of crazy rapes being committed. And so has the journalist slash activist Ann Coulter. She wrote a whole book about what's going on, called Adios, Adios America, which President Trump read before he ran for president, or as he was running. And Trump said the truth. He said when he, when he announced his run for uh, president in June 16th or something like that of 2015 he said you know Mexico is not sending their best they're they're bringing drugs true they're bringing crime true they're rapists true he didn't say all of them the stupid fake news media said he said all Mexicans are racist ra uh, rapists <laughs> No sane person thinks that. You have to be insane and already hate white people to pretend that that's what he meant. Because mathematically speaking, if you say Mexicans are rapists or such and such people are rapists, it doesn't mean all. It's, it means that there are some who are. Or uh, it is a big problem. And it is a big problem. But it's hidden by the fake news the local media doesn't want to report when it's a, 
they call them American, or they call them a, uh, a, um, Phoenix man, or whatever. They won't even look, in some cases, look into the immigration status of these people. Because they have an agenda to cover up for the POCs. Because they're brainwashed, journalism school educated people who take up for the oppressed and oppress the powerful, meaning the privileged, the whites. <laughs> That's the fake news media. And Trump is exposing it. Ann Coulter is exposing it. Jesse Lee Peterson is exposing it. But, oh yeah, that's racist. To say something that is factual. And some, I assume, are good people, President Trump, or then Donald Trump said. And you have to kind of, it has to be kind of an assumption. Because they're not always legal when we don't know who they are. Puts undocumented workers in cages. That's a first. Undocumented workers? What do you mean? People who are working under the table illegally? Is that that kind of undocumented? Or do you mean fraudulently documented? Or do you mean the children? They're talking about kids in cages. Cages that Obama built. And who even cares? They should be in cages and then they should get deported. So what? It's not like we're treating them inhumanely. The only thing inhumane is allowing and promoting for them to come in mass, which is what the, and stay here in mass and not be deported right away. So then they ha- have to, what else other choice do we have but to keep them confined or send them to all parts of the country to never show up for their hearings in many cases? In probably most cases, by the way, their immigration hearings. Destroy the system. Communism. Overwhelm and destroy the system and then rebuild to be like no America at all. No USA at all. No borders, no walls, no USA at all. The mainstream media and the, and the Democrats and the rhinos are... The same thing as Antifa, really. So anyway, uh, oh yeah, like Trump really supports, (laughs) he supports freedom, he supports America. I don't know where he stands on so-called same-sex marriage, gay marriage. Obama lied about not supporting it until he did support it. He always supported it, so-called same-sex marriage. And he always supported abortion, killing the babies in the womb. But oh yeah, evangelical, meaning... Sensible Hispanics support sanity with regard to same-sex marriage and common sense with regard to not killing babies in the womb. And yes, that's more important than, oh, words. Trump said not nice words about what some Hispanic criminals are doing. (laughs) Oh yeah, I'm I'm so worried about words or that criminals... Who come in here illegally are putting put in cages. Where else are they supposed to be put? Ridiculous. So, speaking of ridiculous, and then I will get to you guys. Clip 11. This guy... Okay, so I kind of edited this video, but it's from CBS. Which is a far-left, enemy-of-the-people, fake news media outlet, right? Stephen Colbert. C-O-L-B-E-R-T. He gushes over the worst ex-president, Obama. And it's embarrassing. And this is on, like, he's supposed to be a late show comedian guy. And they're sitting in this room, and it looks so ridiculous and stupid. 
how far away from each other they are. They're like 15 feet away from each other, or more, I want to say. Listen to this ridiculous little snippet of a conversation. It goes on for like 90 seconds, probably. Between Barack Obama and Stephen Colbert, a so-called comedian, late-night host. Listen to this. Well, President Obama, thank you so much uh, for joining me today. It is wonderful to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's good to see you. I, it, is good to, it, it is good to be seen. I've been seeing you on television, but it's oh, good yeah. to see you in person. That's nice. And, uh, That's got to help the demo in some. How old are you? Are you are you are you are you, are you, are you I, 18 not, and 54? I'm not the demographic you're looking for. Sorry, it doesn't it's count. It's too late. I apologize. Uh, it doesn't count. Michelle says, "Hey." Oh, good. Yeah. Good. You know she good. you know she loves you. Well, so. I've I've really enjoyed spending some time with her over the last 4 years. I know. And, yeah. and and she 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 adores you. She thinks the world of you. I think you're okay. Can we just just take a moment? Can I just I don't, and I want to talk. I just yes. I just want to take a moment to 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 drink you in. For just a moment, because I'm having to get used to looking at a president <laughs> again. You yeah. know, I've gotten out of I've gotten uh, you, out of the habit. You got, you got I got to warm up for Joe Biden. I don't want to pull anything when I see him take the oath of office. You got to ease me into this a little bit. Joe's going to be great, and, and I have no Kamala's doubt. going to be great. I and have no um, doubt. you know, they're they're going to have big challenges ahead. But um, uh, you know, we we've got the potential of uh, returning to. Uh, a, a presidency that is actually paying attention and, and trying to you know, do right by all people and not just some. What a phony. That was from Newsbusters MRC, Media Research Center, whose head, by the way, was kind of a never-Trumper, right? But anyway, that's beside the point. Yes, painful to watch, Chris says. That was painful to watch. <laughs> Those are two fake Christians. Colbert calls himself a Christian. Did you know that? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think he's the one who... I think he used to have... At one point, he wore a beard and looked looked weird. Three fake Christians, if you count Joe Biden, who calls himself a Catholic, which is ridiculous. Wasn't he disallowed from participating in the Catholic thing uh, because he supports abortion? Maybe. Maybe that was Nancy Pelosi. Disgusting. Colbert is Catholic as well? Wow. Phonies. All phonies. And I question (laughs) how, uh, I don't know. Poor Michelle Obama. Well, she's every bit as phony as they are. And female-minded too, by the way. Bunch of females. And you'll notice that hatred that... Stephen Colbert expressed against President Trump. And of course, Obama hates Trump, too. They hate real Americans. They hate the, our real great president. The greatest president in our lifetimes. Correct me if I'm wrong, guys. <laughs> Buddy Fenn Cigarette says he misspoke. He meant Satanist. That's gross. And you notice that Obama is like hemming and hawing, trying to write, search for the right words, because he was thinking about return to. I was thinking that they were gonna, that he was gonna say return to normalcy. 
because the status quo is oh, what he's about. Because the status quo is subversion of America. It's crazy. Trump loves all people. Those guys are full of hate. Colbert included. What a disgrace. I saw Colbert either do an interview or be featured by some far-left fake Christian outlet called Relevant Magazine. There, you know, you might not have heard of them, but Relevant Magazine is started by the son. I've talked about them before. The son of the founders of Charisma Magazine, like a charismatic Christian magazine. The father and mother. But he's the son, and he's like Gen X or whatever. And he was promoting all this, all these ridiculous propaganda. The uh, Black Lives Matter supporting so-called Christian rapper, or one of them. (laughs) And a whole bunch of dumb, liberal, fake Christianity stuff. But I honestly, it's partly because of the opening up of conservative Christians haven't been the realist, and that's why we lose. CNN says Trump can win. We'll see. I may, I may get to that. I plan to get to that clip for you guys, but I gotta get to some calls. Um, Earl from Michigan says that I talk too much. <laughs> Something to think about. I don't know. Earl, how are you doing? Hola. Hey. Sir James. Senior James. Hey. Buenos dias. Good morning. Good afternoon for you. Yeah, I start, you know, tardy. And, <laughs> um, you said hasta tardy? Buenos <laughs> tardes. Oh, it's 11.30 in Michigan. Oh, yeah. Is Michigan is Michigan 11.30 right now? 11.40? 12.30. That's what I thought. Yeah, Michigan is Eastern time, believe it or not. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Chicago is, like, right on the border of the, uh, of between Central and Eastern time. FYI, two hours to three hours difference. Interesting, huh? So, anyway, what did you want to say, Earl? Um, you know, I'm interested in politics. I think even Laura Ingram has come around and said uh, it's over for uh, President John, uh, Donald Trump. Never listen to the uh, woman. <laughs> so is uh, Russ Limbaugh. He's disappointed at that spectacle by your your hero. Sydney Powell and Rudy Heroin. Heroin. She's a female. Heroine. She's a female hero. Heroin, right? It's called uh, heroin. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know you. I like heroin, her. I, I mean, I just got through saying never listen to the woman, right? <laughs> but between between Sydney Powell and Laura Ingram, Sydney Powell all the way. I like Laura Ingram. She's nice, but I like Sydney Powell. If I gotta choose between the women that you have to listen to, Lord, you talk a lot. But uh, (laughs) thank you. (laughs) Just FYI, I didn't know you was on heroin, but you like heroin. No, that's a that's a racist slur against white people. No, it was just a pun (laughs) on the word heroin. Right, I know. But you didn't get it. No, I got it. That's okay. 
<laughs> you very, know, um, very cute today, Earl. I'm not. I don't go for cute, man. <laughs> that's that's well, a feminine how, type of. Uh, yeah. Then how come you always come in and here and speaking Spanish when you're a black boomer? How about uppity? <laughs> well, I guess I can be a, a black uppity if you can be a racist. <laughs> I guess that's a, Yes. Um, racist usually means telling the truth. So I take it as a compliment. Trump is racist. I'm in good company. Of course, you're a lackey for Trump. You and one of his followers. No, Trump is a lackey, lackey for me. He loves the American people. He works for us. You, love, you, you eat up anything that comes out of Trump's mouth. <laughs> Pretty Everybody much. and his mama can tell you he lied, even his family. But you will believe him uh, no matter what he said. He's a pretty... And never met not, him not, a not, day in your life. Not true. Not true. Not true. Not true. <laughs> you preach about how, how holy the now Trump is every day. And now you say, not true. Not true. But, uh, yeah, you uh, wanted to ask me a question. Oh, yeah. I had a couple of questions. So I know. Yeah. One is so ridiculous and mundane. I don't, I don't know if I should answer. Yeah. The, it's the, irrelevant. the one from the listener, she, I can't remember. A fluky unicorn, I believe it might have been. Said something about you that I didn't think would be true. I don't remember exactly what it was. Um, Do you remember? <laughs> yeah, you said that I tip at restaurants. Oh, yeah, that thing. you don't tip in restaurants. No. I bet Earl that's, don't tip at restaurants. What a mess, says Fluky Unicorn yeah, with the diamond. Like that's important. Uh, Do you want to say that... I'm surprised they're concerned about whether I tip or not. Well, I mean, there's but a... But I'll answer there, this. Okay. I'll answer that, that one mundane question this time. Yeah, I only tip if I get good service. If it's not good, I don't tip. Alpha. Does that answer her question? Alpha male. And uh, are, are you a fair judge of good service? Yeah. What I consider what I consider good when they treat me right and respectful, I I uh, consider good service, not nasty, not an attitude, not like I owe them something about me coming there. Yeah, uh, that's uh, and I shouldn't reward them for the for the disrespect and so forth. Right, if that happens. All right. Um, you also called me uh, asked me. Did I concern myself with people thinking I'm a joke? Yeah. Because uh, you think when I point out stuff that uh, that contradicts what you say and the things you contradict saying, now you get upset and think folks call me a joke. I mean, I, think I'm a joke. I sometimes honestly think of you as a joke. In fact, maybe even most of the time, Earl. Yeah, and I think you're a joke, too. I think, I think, and he, and those that you think uh, huh. that say I'm a joke, uh, those uh, 
people that live in the bubble, QAnon conspiracy theorists, uh, all the uh, uh, fake news listeners, white ring racists, and you think I should care if they think I'm a joke? Well, I mean, you should cons- I you should have a look at yourself and see whether there's anything true to it. Believing that the earth is flat, the moon is square. <laughs> Nobody said the moon is square. I mean, You're going too far. I know. I just said it too because it's so ridiculous. <laughs> Think that the earth is flat and stuff like that. That's ridiculous. But uh, everybody can got a got a new. I mean, there's always a new conspiracy uh, that folks uh, advocate on your show because they they live in that world. Of conspiracy, and uh, by the way, uh, you know. Uh, so do you, by the way. There, there's a lawsuit. You of, live in the conspiracy world, by the way, too. No, you, you live in fake news, and you do, and and no, you, uh, you no, believe you. <laughs> you believe something like one paper ep, epoch time epoch. Yeah, you can pronounce it epic or epoch. It don't matter. Cause right. Yep. It, it, it's either way. Yeah. But uh, that one paper says something, and you believe it. Everybody yeah. in the world can say, say what? <laughs> I said, yeah, I do. Of course you are. You're a conspiracy uh, thinker. That anything that, the one paper that, uh, that says something you like, <laughs> you'll believe it. They're not conspiracy. No matter what, they don't... what everything else says that contradicts it, you would. You live in such a fantasy world that you would believe it. Well, the point is that we all know that the mainstream media hates Trump. You're aware of that, even. And also, you know, there's a lawsuit against Trump and his administration. There are many. Uh, um, that uh, they're just trying to disenf- disenfranchise black voters and so forth. I will see how far that goes. I, w- I don't know if they have standing or what, but we'll find out in the court. Yeah, just like uh, the lawsuits that uh, Trump people are are trying to pursue, they've been thrown out left and right. Yeah, but, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how it goes. All right, guys, I'm gonna let you go. Night- satisfy your your haters out there that don't like me, like me to talk, but they don't say nothing else about anybody else. Okay. But uh, how do you, amigos? All right. Goodbye, Earl. Appreciate you. Take care. Wow, lots of super chats on the uh, streamlabs.com slash the Hague Report. Hot Computer Smell says, if Joe thinks you hate Obama because he was black and did a good job, then how come you don't hate Sheriff David Clark, Clarence Thomas, Dr. Ben Carson, or the great late Herman Cain? Rest in peace. That's a good question, Hot Computer Smell. Uh, King Alpha Nerd says, with a, with a uh, super chat, it finally hit me. Earl reminds me of Slowpoke Rodriguez, the cousin of that cartoon mouse Speedy Gonzalez. But sounded like he was on pot, so it begs the question if Earl is on pot or just old. <laughs> I'm going to assume... Oh, I don't know. Wanna, I don't want to assume. Is that a real character? I don't know. Slowpoke Rodriguez? I feel like there might have been a Slowpoke. King Alphanerd says, I know you were a sheltered Christian growing up, so if you don't know who Slowpoke is, James, there's videos of him on YouTube. And so Nick says, yes, there, yes that is a real person. <laughs> Nick is Speedy Gonzalez. 
Andale, andale. Iba. Yeah. <laughs> I used to like that that uh, cartoon when I was a kid. Uh, yes, I was a allowed to watch it sometimes. I didn't watch a lot of TV. I'm, I think I'm because I'm a little older. Maybe that's why I caught it. Because I was a little kid when I used to see those cartoons. Speedy Gonzalez. Very nice. Let me quickly get to Nate in Pennsylvania. He wants to talk about an issue I'm not that aware of, but justice for black... Oh, you know what? I had heard about this. Justice for Black Farmers Act. Oh! Hey, Nate. How you doing? What a mess. <laughs> yeah. Dude, what a mess. Um, yeah, it's... I think it's going to be not the first. Are you on speakerphone, Nate? You're sounding rough. You're no, sounding no. Can you hear me better now? Yes. Okay. Stay close to your phone. Yeah. Sweet, sweet. Sorry about that. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's, and I wouldn't say the first step to reparations. I mean, there's been affirmative action and a lot of other steps proceeding. Yeah. But um, it's the first in the new st new set of steps. I'm sure. But I don't know if you've seen the details. But I mean, there it's. It's quite fascinating. I mean, like, 32 million acres supposed to move over to black ownership over the next decade. This is something that um, Senator Cory Booker of New Jersey, the black guy who said, oh, I am Spartacus, and he's bug-eyed and weird and pro-LGBTQIA and extremely cringy, cringe-inducing. And he's, yeah. push he's like light-skinned but black, partly black or something like that. And he pushes, he's pushing redistribution of, well, basically land expropriation a la South Africa, taking away land from white farmers and giving it to black farmers. Am I right about that? Yeah. yeah. Something to that uh, effect. I may, not, I may not be describing it completely accurately, but it's to that effect. It's basically South Africa communism. And that's Cory Booker. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's dressed up like... Um, of course, they're going to say this at first, but it's dressed up like um, they'll pay the fair market value for these farms from white people. They'll pay the white people to so they can sell it to black people. But, uh, I mean, what happens when 32 million acres, the people who own those don't want to sell them? Like, that's the big thing. Yeah. And there also is a program where it's available to any black Excuse farmers me. now or anyone who wants to be a farmer. And... If they don't know how to be a farmer, they have to get training for it, which will be paid for with tax dollars. I mean, don't take my word for it, anybody. I would definitely suggest looking it up, especially since this might be the the first big step in the race, in the sadly, potentially eventual race war. I mean, this is yeah. not a good move. Right. Yeah, I mean, he's been talking about it since December of last year, I think, or maybe earlier than that. But according to Cory Booker's Senate senator website... Booker.Senate.gov, November 19th, Booker, Elizabeth Warren, Kristen Gillibrand, that's a white female radical liberal, and Elizabeth Warren, also known as Pocahontas, yeah. <laughs> uh, announced a comprehensive bill to address the history of discrimination in the federal agricultural policy. So, the Justice for Black Farmers Act will reform the U.S. Department of Agriculture and create a land-grant program to encourage a new generation of black farmers, and they capitalize the first letter of black, because they pretend that that's yeah. correct. Warren is out of Massachusetts. Gillibrand is out of New York. She's white. Or I think she's, I don't know what type of person she is, but she looks white. 
1920, there were nearly a million black farmers in the U.S., they say. Today, through a history of, due to the history of discrimination, it's estimated there are less than, less than 50,000 remaining black farmers. And so they're going to try to end discrimination within the USDA, Department of Agriculture. So it's dumb. They're yeah. Special treatment. Yeah, they, uh, I don't know if you've been following the Black Lives Matter, but they've been chanting, we just want a farm. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. These people are the, they're so silly. They have no valid complaint. They don't know how good they have it. And, um, they don't want to farm, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, these people don't want to farm, but, I mean, it, it, it will be completely paid for by, and it keeps saying the USDA, which, I mean, is taxpayer-funded, so right. definitely will be paying for it. But, uh, and yeah, and, and I don't know what their plan is when people say, I don't think I want to move. Yeah, it's wild. It's a shame. And nobody's moving Nobody's moving for fair market value. Like, yeah. nobody's going to do that. The, the far, it seems like the farmer's situation in the United States in general is not ideal. There's all kinds of subsidies and stuff going on. Oh, for sure. And I don't, I don't know what the solution is. Seems like President Trump was trying to do right, fix things, but he wasn't necessarily getting to the root of the issue, but he was in that trade war with China and then so, using the whatever the, when they imported stuff using the, that money or whatever they were doing to subsidize the farmers help them out help them stay afloat but it seems like a mess it seems like it's been corrupt for a long time and they're making it worse as they always do the scum of the earth sjw type democrats and the, all the yeah, democrats are sjw types biden will will take a place right there with Obama if this happens under his presidency being as far as like being some of the most racially divisive right. people in the office. Cause it, I mean, it, it sounds dramatic and people think I'm just being over the top. No, I don't like, think they, I don't, happens, I don't know if they think that you're thinking that, that you're being over to the top. You're right. It's, yeah. it's, I mean, look at what they're doing in South Africa. They are taking people's land. They're murdering people and the yeah. government's not really stopping it. Not really able to even investigate the crime because their murder rate is out of control as it is. And it's ridiculous. And they have full-blown communists who are chanting to burn the Boer, kill the Boer. The Boers are the uh, South African natives who have many generations there, more generations than most of the blacks there. So it's ridiculous. Yeah, a combination of uh, cowardice on the side of white people, yeah, taking a uh, disarmament of the American people, and this silly reparations yeah. ideas, those three com- combined are going to be, they're going to lead to something nasty. Is this what happened with the Holodomor? Am I pronouncing that correctly? The Holodomor, where the government took the land from the capable landowners, the farm owners, and redistributed it to people who didn't know how to work the land, and so everybody starved. People were starving. And oh, then the New yeah. York, the failing New York slimes, which are communist sympathizers, don't belong in, it, in America at, at all, but somehow they're respected because Democrats and rhinos are pro-communist and hate America. And they turned their, the other way, and they had a reporter who said, oh, it's not that bad. People, aren't, it's, people are hungry, but they're not starving. That's what I heard that they said, according to um, 
a recent Cernovich documentary about ho- hoax. And I didn't even know yeah. about that. I think uh, Stephen Stefan Molyneux mentioned that story. He's been on the Jesse Lee Peterson show, or at least the Fallen State or something. And he was talking about that. And this is the media that supports this stuff. They supported the destruction of South Africa. They support the destruction of America. They're the enemy of the people, and so are the these sleazy Democrats and any rhino who, um, who doesn't want Trump to uh, keep fighting. <laughs> Including, yeah. I learned, by the way, this is a side note, that the Georgia governor who pretends like he's pro-Trump, Brian Kemp, who beat Stacey Abrams, by the way, despite Oprah Winfrey endorsing that woman. <laughs> Stacey <laughs> Abrams is the, she's a big lady, and she's black, and she's still claiming, oh, voter suppression, I'm supposed to be the real governor. <laughs> and a lot of people are saying that. But Brian Kemp said that, I think, according to a journalist, Vincent James, who's documented this stuff, He's also an activist, a pro-Trump activist. But, how do you say that guy's name? Raffensperger or whatever? The Secretary of State or whatever in Georgia? And uh, Kemp and this black, mixed race, really. uh, Light-skinned, black Democrat. You can hardly tell that he's black. Will Hurd, I think he's the only Republican black um, representative in Congress who's actually retiring because... He can't stand Trump, or he was going to retire. Will Hurd, too, and many other rhinos said, oh, Trump should help the transition process, give, give up, and let Joe Biden win, and all that stuff. Something along those lines. And that's, that's the governor of Georgia, who we were supporting, and who yeah. pretended to be supporting um, President Trump. Trump should fight this to the end, and, uh, and then keep on fighting for what's right, as he has been doing, seemingly. And so should yeah. we all. Yeah, I, I think the, uh, I agree. And we, that's the only, the only option, but I mean, yeah. definitely be wary of, of the steps, like the guns getting taken away being the first step. And yeah. and you can tell that it's, they don't even know their agenda because, I mean, it doesn't make any sense if you say, Okay, like I said on Jesse today, I was saying how if you just accept it and say, yes, all cops are bad, they're all against black people, black people are the victims, like we need to help these people, then why would the same government say, we want to make sure that all those black people don't have ARs, don't have any guns, and only the cops have guns? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Like, what's your position? Right. It's true, Nate. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate you taking the call, man. Yeah. Take care. You too. So, guys, I'll be right back in a couple of minutes here. I have a lot of calls to get to still. And I want to touch on this. uh, You know what? Let me go ahead instead of... Instead of playing the break, let me play this clip from CNN. Farid Zakaria. I forget what is... I forget what that... What country that's from. Pakistan, maybe? He's a host on CNN, liberal Trump hater. Drama queen male. (laughs) He says that there is a chance for President Trump to win. But, I mean, (laughs) well, have a look and listen to this. I'll be right back. I'm going to take a quick break, but um, I'll be right back. And if it comes to the end, then you can, I guess, play a little bit of a song. Listen to this from CNN. 
Clip 13. Farid Zachariah explaining how Trump could possibly win without even having to do anything. Listen to this. The system of electing the president is complicated because it was not designed to be directly democratic. The Constitution calls for states to choose the presidential electors who in turn gather to vote for the president. Over time, states have passed laws that ensured their state's popular vote for the presidency would determine the electors. But those are laws, not a constitutional obligation. Now, imagine the scenario during election week. Trump is leading on November 3rd, but Joe Biden pulls ahead in the days following. Republicans file objections to tens of thousands of mail-in ballots. Democrats file countersuits, taking account of the confusion. Legislators decide to choose the electors themselves. Here's the worry. Of the nine swing states, eight have Republican legislatures. If one or more decide that balloting is chaotic and marred by irregularities, they could send what they regard as the legitimate slate of electors, which would be Republican. Democrats may object and file lawsuits. In some of those states, Democratic governors or secretaries of state could send their own slates of electors to Washington. That would add to the confusion, but that might well be part of the Republican plan. Because you see, when Congress convenes on January 6th to tally the electors' votes, there would be challenges to the legitimacy of some electors. It's possible congressional Republicans could decide that disputed states should simply not be counted. Suppose in this scenario, Michigan's votes are invalidated. That would ensure that neither candidate would get to 270 electoral votes. At that point, the Constitution clearly directs that the House of Representatives vote to determine the presidential election. But it does so with each state casting a single ballot. If the current numbers hold, there would be 26 state delegations that are Republican and 23 Democratic with one tied. So the outcome would be to re-elect Donald Trump. Trump doesn't need to do anything other than to simply accept this outcome, which is constitutional. Interesting, huh? Do you really think Republicans are strong enough to use their power? I don't. I don't see Republicans standing for what's right. There's so few Republicans who have any strength. The Democrats are shameless in standing for evil and abusing and using their power, their fake power, right? And usurping power that they don't even rightfully have, including this fake Judge Sullivan guy who won't let the, the Flynn case drop and all that stuff. But it's interesting, Farid Zachariah giving credence to, wait, Trump might be able to get something. Whatever. <sighs> oh, what a shame. You know, before I get back to calls, I do want to get to you guys. Hang tight. Skip, I'm coming to you next. Hang tight, man. Let me quickly cover this transgender so-called kids story. See how fast I can plow through this. You probably saw this clip or heard it. Let me cl play clip 12A. This is a propaganda uh, documentary that supposedly spanned like five years, according to what I heard. HBO's Transhood documentary. 
A mother puts her four-year-old son in a dress, reads him LGBTQIA propaganda. They go to some liberal fake church with a female, well-meaning, so-called pastor thing, promoting the LGBTQ madness. Listen to this scene that you may have heard on the Jesse Lee Peterson show and you may have seen on Twitter or elsewhere. Listen to this disgusting thing from HBO. Good morning. Today we choose to recognize, honor, love, and celebrate anyone here who would claim their identity publicly as lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, or questioning, intersex, pansexual, asexual, or any category that I've left out. This is Phoenix. That's a little boy. You're a little shy. Do you want to tell everyone if you're a boy or a girl? Mothers. I think it's my sister and I'm a girl. Okay, you can tell them that. Phoenix would like you to know that she's a girl and she prefers she and her pronouns. That's his mother. May you be well, safe, and whole. We honor you exactly as you are. What a disgrace, huh? Nasty. Females. I thought I saw a couple of males in the audience. That's gross. That's shameful. Little four-year-old boy, fat little boy, with a mother who looks like she's in her 20s or something, thinking that she's doing right. Or I don't even know if she thinks that she's doing right. Disgraceful. And it was making the rounds on Twitter. I have another clip, very brief, of this little boy saying something about, <laughs> about his, uh, himself. And you see this all around, not just America. You see it in, I think, New Zealand or Australia. And there was one case where... I think, I feel like I covered a case where even, like, some gays are like, this is evil. Doing this to children. The drag queen story hour stuff, people will invade it and say, this is wrong. And then they'll get accused of hate, so-called hate. It's ridiculous. Here's clip 12B, it's just like two seconds long, or less. It's also from Matt Walsh. Matt Walsh, I was talking trash about <laughs> yesterday I think I want to say about what I don't remember but he is a bit of a rhino at times an intellectual blind a Trump hater sometimes oh yeah he was hating on Sidney Powell but he's right in, in terms of this madness here's this little boy who was they were calling him Phoenix four years old Reading some dumb transgender book with a, his short-haired mother, feminist mother. Here he is, and listen to what he says about himself. I am a girl boy. That's gross. No, you're, not, you're supposed to accuse other people of being a girl boy. Boy? <laughs> when you're uh, bashing people. When you're, little kids are accused, supposed to accuse each other of that. But not say that about themselves, all proud. What a shame. No wonder bullying is so-called problem. And here he is again. The mother is finally speaking with a little bit of sense, like maybe a hint of sense. 
when the boy is seven years old. This is like three years later because they documented this thing. Here is the what the mother says a couple of, a few years later. Listen to this. Hi, Phoenix. Uh, Every day, first thing I do when I wake up is uh, go to Facebook memories and delete any mention of him being a girl and change pronouns back to he if it shows up. Long hair There's again. this whole little precious time in his childhood that is like a dark secret, which in retrospect, I can't believe that happened. It was a huge mistake. Children are not transgender. He's a boy. He's born a boy. He's always been a boy. He'll always be a boy. And maybe there are people who actually are, and it's probably a mental disorder. Crazy, huh? That's the same woman, I think. Uh, she got a little bit of sense after she did that to her son. Is that the woman who divorced? Later got a divorce? What a disgrace, huh? She was allowed to do that, encouraged to do that. Yeah, that's Phoenix's so-called mom. So-called Phoenix's so-called mom. She got a divorce later over this ma- madness. What kind of a father would let that happen? If he's married and to her, you know? If he's married, he still has power. But won't use it. Just like the Republicans who have power, have the power to stop this, possibly. This uh, stolen election. But they probably won't do it. Long hair, lost some weight, looks a lot better. (laughs) Yeah. Misguided adults and children. Generations running now, too. By the way, I'm wearing my The Great White Hope t-shirt. It was a prototype. And uh, there's a bigger version with a bigger face that's available on Spreadshirt, Jesse Lee Peterson's Spreadshirt, which you can find by going to rebuildingtheman.com slash stores. And there should be a link there. Should be a link. Probably not pictured because we don't promote candidates like that. But cool, huh? Very nice. You know, quickly, before I get back to calls, hang tight, Skip. I, I really appreciate it. Don't fall asleep. Just like the Nightmare on Elm Street line. <laughs> Degenerate movie, right? But anyway, Celine Dion. Just a little throwback. I'm not going to play the commercial, but you may remember this from two years ago, November 2018. This is from Vigilant Citizen. Something is terribly wrong with Celine Dion's. She's a, she was a singer. Jesse Lee Peterson was singing a song that she covered. It wasn't her original song. Something about uh, the power of love. And Joel Friday here and Chris, the white man, millennial, did not recognize the song. <laughs> but it's a, I don't know, she's a famous singer, right? I'm sure they know who Celine Dion is. Well, a commercial came out, a disturbing commercial. And this is a, we're showing a headline from Vigilant Sentence. Uh, vigilant citizen, subtitled, Celine Dion is the face of a new genderless fashion brand for babies called Celine Nu 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 Nu. And when you do the three, repeat something three times, it's, uh, it's evil, right? It's supposed to be something evil. Summoning demons or something like that. Everything about it is wrong and creepy. Here's a look at disturbing symbolism surrounding it. And I'm going to show some pictures and uh, try to describe them. This is a scene from the commercial that promotes it, where she had just walked, in the previous picture, you'd seen her in a nursery with red, I mean, uh, 
Yeah, pink signifying for girls, babies, in their banister things, or whatever these things are in the hospital. And blue for boys, baby blue for boys. And then, she spreads around some black powder stuff, blowing it out of her hand, and everything changes for the worse. <laughs> and there are all these weird plus sign things, reminiscent of, I don't know what. And then there's these, like, black ghosts with weird teeth, like one of them is sitting in a banister and it's just disgusting, it's just weird. It's, like, devilish, it reminds me of, like, some of the imagery from Pizzagate stuff. <laughs> or references, I don't know. And then, this is her walking into the, uh, into that hospital before she pulled that stunt. You know. She, she's carrying this weird briefcase thing with a plus sign. I guess the plus sign is the logo for new, 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 or new, new, new. <laughs> I shouldn't even be saying that. Am I summoning demons by saying it? <laughs> but it's just some disturbing pictures, and she's all old and skinny and still, like, I guess mildly fashionable, right? I'll just put fashionable because fashionable doesn't mean pretty. <laughs> Because she's not pretty. She's... looks evil. She could be pretty if she wasn't evil, maybe. Let's put it that way. But she just looks evil. Wearing this shiny, weird... spacesuit... thing. And just being nasty. And so the... the, the point is, she's trying to change people's minds. And she got interviewed on CNN. CNN, which promotes the LGBTQIA++ pansexual everything. Evil stuff, too. And, oh, gender's just a social construct. And Nu 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 promoted that on their channel. Well, I have pictures of Nu 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 being put on actresses and singers, including homosexual singers, Elton John. And actors. This is Halle Berry with a little boy. That's Halle Berry. You know, the one who people think she's pretty? She has, like, good hair. <laughs> um, there is... Who is that? Halle... Who, is that Gwen Stefani? Yeah, Gwen Stefani with a little boy. And he's wearing, like, this, this brand of clothes. And it has all these letters on his, looks like he's wearing pajama pants, but he's out in public. Gwen, that's Gwen Stefani, the singer from No Doubt, from the 90s. There's Elton John with, um, a little pirate, and they say that when you cover, that article stated, and some of you probably already know, that when you cover one eye and reveal only the other eye, which this, there's a skull and crossbones, presumably new, new, new t-shirt, that Elton John's I don't know how he has kids, is wearing, and one eye is covered, skull and crossbones, and one eye is showing, which is Illuminati, confirmed. And I'm saying that half-joking, but it's disgusting. These people are trying to get rid of, oh, no boys, no girls, just black and white and gray, and weird symbols on your stuff. There's Ashton Kutcher. The guy from that 70s show, and he was married to an older woman for a while. Uh, Bruce Willis's ex. The woman who played in that uh, stripper movie. He's wearing... 
he's has is holding a little kid boy or girl I don't know what looks like a girl because it has to have he's this little kid is wearing a bow around its head <laughs> I think Ashton Kutcher like he's said some stuff that seems right and then there's Jennifer I forget what her last name is Gar- Gardner oh yeah Demi Moore Gar- Jennifer Garner w- weirdo all these sick people. Jordan Brewster, I don't know who that is. Jen- Jennifer Garner Affleck, right? Ben Affleck's wife, right? The son. <laughs> Affleck's son. Ben Affleck's son. Uh, Orlando Bloom. Orlando Bloom, the guy from Lord of the Rings, right? Legolas? Legolas? And other things. St- Stephen Curry. Or is it Stephen Curry? Stephen Curry, the so-called Christian, Obama-loving... NBA player, he calls himself a Christian, Steph Curry, with his daughter wearing this new, new, new weirdo stuff. I assume that's a daughter. He's a light-skinned black guy. He's, like, well-liked, well-respected, but then he has this weird photo shoot that he did with Obama. All smiley and, uh, I don't know, but he has a family, and so does Obama. (laughs) But Steph Curry has his, he's supposed to be a Christian dressing up his daughter. And then there's a, there's this singer, and then there's uh, Zoe Zaldana's husband, who's, I forget what that guy's name is, he's a weirdo. They're twins or whatever, little boys. Nastiness. Did you show that weird one? There's a really weird one. I don't know if I have it. Oh, okay, yeah, I didn't show it. You know, there's a reason I didn't show some of this stuff. I didn't grab some of these pictures. But if you look, I'll have it linked in my blog post, Vigilant Citizen, of some of the photos from these people's, this new, new, new outlet, their uh, photos of children. And it's worse than even these people doing. It is like... It's kind of like this stuff that you guys were talking about with regard to Epstein. It's gross. And it's like satanic type stuff. And that's what's being promoted and accepted. By the scum of the earth, people. Anyway, I gotta get to Skip in Augusta, Georgia. Skip, how are you doing? Hey, hey James, how you doing, man? I'm fine. Good to hear from you. Good to talk with you. Look at here, before I get into what I want to talk about, I sincerely want to wish Earl a uh, happy Thanksgiving. I nice. really, really do. Right on. You know, there's uh there's things that we disagree on and um he's been a he's been a loyal follower, you and Jesse, for a long time. Yeah, what's funny and, is he uh, thinks I'm a joke and yet he still listens and calls in. <laughs> I don't know if I yeah. would do that if I thought somebody was a joke. Well, he's he's he wants to try to convince y'all that he's right and he's wrong. Maybe he's attracted we to know the he's truth. Wrong. Everybody's yeah. attracted to the truth. That's why they yeah, can't stop talking about President Trump. You're right, but yeah. uh, he he just got to he just got to let go of these crazy thoughts that he has. Yeah, you know, too busy looking I don't know how at how old he is. He's too busy looking at the kookiness of others, the purported kookiness and so-called racism of others. Yeah, I don't know how old he is either. Mm-hmm. But 
But I do, I do really want to wish him a happy Thanksgiving. You remember last nice. year? Uh, I agree. Last year, last year I was at uh, Kelly Joe's and we called you for Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, that was fun. It was good to hear from you yeah, guys. Yeah, it was. Yeah, we stay in contact. She's a she's a, a real nice lady. Her and her family, I, we stay in contact, and they invited me down this year. But I just think I ain't. I'm not going to go down there this year. I'm I'm so tired of being in this damn wheelchair. I'm I'm, I'm waiting every day. To, my surgeon to call and give me this darn surgery date. Yeah, I'm, I'm about I'm about ready to get my white privilege card out. I ain't been wanting to use it, but I'm about ready to get <laughs> it and go up to the and throw it out on them. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. You should be. You should not be ashamed to use it. I don't. I don't use it or lose I try it. Not, I try. I just try to use it when I really need to pull it out and use it. You know. <laughs> right. Hey, look at here. You know, yesterday you were talking about the GI Joes and and uh, was, was trying to remember the names of the, uh, the first black GI Joe and all that. Yeah. Well, when you got you went out there yesterday, I I, I googled GI Joes and the first black GI Joe and uh, the history of all the black GI Joes and all, and I come across this site. It was a African American site. And what they were talking about was um, the white people have uh, purposely kept black action figures from being popular, and it's another way to keep the black man down, or the black child down, the next generation of the black man. And it's all about whiteness; it's not about the blacks, you know. And and I believe, if, you know, the way they're talking, and if you halfway ain't got a mind, listen to them. That's got a lot to do with what's wrong with the world today, James. <laughs> yeah. That is so misguided. People are so blind, aren't they? It is. They even got a whole whole line of uh, black G.I. Joes. They got a black medic that works in the uh, hospital. I mean, there's a whole bunch of black G.I. Joes. Yeah. Yeah, so, that's true. I medic. That, uh, what's his, is that yeah. his name, Medic? Yeah, or, I think uh, that is his name. No, I think it's... Uh, yeah, we had him. He he had this gray uniform. Um, Doc Doc was his name, I think. Was it? Yeah. You know, I remember, I remember when I was a kid. We uh, I didn't live live near a whole lot of people, and there was a a little dead end dirt road the next street over, and it was all black families. And there was a, a black kid that I grew up with, Greg. Greg Griffin, he was an awesome little fella. His whole family was awesome. Yeah. And uh and me and him used to play a lot together. And uh, I used to get a lot of a lot of toys for Christmas and, and that one year I got some G.I. Joe's and and my mama she bought a, a black G.I. Joe. So um when me and Greg was over there we had some red heels, clay heels that we used to play in. And uh, she bought him she bought a, a black G.I. Joe for Greg so he'd feel, you know, <laughs> It didn't feel left out. That's funny. And the funny thing, the funny thing about that GI Joe was, he didn't have no afro or nothing, but his uh, his hair was real close to his head, <laughs> and it felt just like it felt just like sandpaper. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. But, but, was this a? Yeah, so he, that was one of the twelve-inch ones. Yeah, this. I mean, this was back in like seventy-three. Okay, that's before. Seventy-three. That's probably before the three and three-quarter-inch guys came out. Full plastic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because I had Doc, but, who was black, not me, but my oldest brother bought bought him, I guess, and mm-hmm. then the rest, of the younger brothers got to got to have play GI Joes, and then um, yeah. 
there was Stalker, there was Roadblock, and Stalker was a good guy. And Roadblock was a good yeah. guy. He carried a big machine gun. Stalker was friends with Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes. They went to Vietnam <laughs> together. <laughs> and it's just cool. Hates reminiscing on them childhood memories. Yep. That's good, though, you know what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, actually, there never was a G.I. Joe. That was just the name of the whole group of G.I. Joes. They all had their own separate names. Yeah. Eventually, like, the, the original G.I. Joe showed up. But, like, the main mm-hmm. one we thought of was Duke. Duke from G.I. Mm-hmm. Joe. Yep. And then General yep. Hawk. Hawk. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, of course, Snake Eyes and Flint and Lady J and all that. <laughs> That's fun. But, but times, times but, were a whole lot better then. Yeah. They, they really were. You know, we didn't... We didn't I was raised not to, to look at color. Uh, but at the same time, I was raised to know that... Uh, you know, kind with kind, if you know what I mean, in a, in a way. Right. You know, you don't you don't go bed down with no black or anything. You can be friends with them, but you don't want to lay down with them. Um, okay. Um, yeah. And that's my, traditional. My, my, that's normal. All races are like that, traditionally. Yeah. And I think there's, I think brick, there's wisdom to it. My daddy was a brick mason, and um, he had a, a crew of brick masons, bricklayers that worked for him. Yeah. And several several of them were, were black men, and uh, they were all awesome. I, I stayed in contact with them all until they all passed away. But uh, whenever they'd come up, come out of the visit daddy, they would knock on the front door, and they would back up, and they'd go to the side of the house. They didn't expect to come in the house. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. And and dad, daddy, he'd come out the front door, and uh, he'd go around there and sit outside, and they'd talk, and, you know, talk about jobs coming up or whatever, you know, about work. And uh, whenever we'd go to their house, like one of them was Chicken George, we'd go visit Chicken George, and there was Teddy Seals and a couple of other ones. Whenever we'd go over to their house, daddy would knock on the door, and he didn't expect to come in or go in. We, he, I'd get out of the truck with him, we'd go along to the side of the house, and we'd sit up there and talk to him. You know, we just didn't, you know, it was just uh, something that we, you know, down south, we just didn't do. Right. You know? We didn't expect all that. Right. But, uh, and we all got along just fine. Didn't nobody raise hell about nothing like that. It yeah. was just the way life was. And, and, uh, I don't know, but things are a whole lot different now, ain't they? They really are. And it's for the worse, interestingly. And people think, oh, this stuff was so bad back then. But they're doing t- what they're doing today to whites and to blacks, honestly, by diluting them and encouraging them to hate, is worse than, what, than most of what happened, I dare say, back then. It sounds, it sounds like, you know, apartheid was better than what's going on today in South Africa. That's typical you know, typical of the liberals to try to find anything wrong about what's going on and say stuff is wrong that isn't wrong and dig up fake problems and then stir up false solutions and it's so ridiculous. It's such a shame. You know what I mentioned, Chicken George, he uh he was pretty much like a foreman, one of Daddy's foreman. And whenever Dad would have to go to another job or bid on a job or something, he'd leave me there. With uh, with all the black guys, the, the bricklayers and the laborers and all, and uh, I was playing the sand pit. I was just a little kid, you know. But um, Chicken George always looked out for me. You know, he was he was like family. We were all like family, even though right. you know 
we were, we were black and white. We were like family, you know. And and here's something else. Chicken Georgia, I think, was the last one of them all to die out. And when I started selling mobile homes, Chicken George come by the uh, mobile home dealership one day and was looking for some work to do some underpinning on the trailers that was sold. And uh, I actually was able to get Chicken George several jobs where he could, you know, do some brick underpinning. Nice. And I thought it was kinda I thought it was kinda neat that it was two generations, you know. It was my daddy and then it was me. And Chicken George he he outlived daddy, of course. Yeah. But uh I I'd go by and I'd visit Chicken George sometime. Just stop by and visit him and see him, see how he was doing. And there wasn't, there wasn't no hate, no no uh, animosity or anything. Right. You know, it was, it was an old generation, and we all just, we were respecting each other back then, you know? There's yeah. no respect nowadays. Yeah, so true, yeah. man. Yeah. Hey, it was good It was good talking to Jesse today. That's the first time I called him in a long time. Yeah, that is true. So you're not yeah. concerned, huh? You're not concerned walking or... Uh, Rolling the streets. I've been <laughs> no. knocked out. Well, no, I mean, I, I, I what, wish you well with your recovery. Yeah. I tell you what, when I got off the phone with Jesse, all hell broke loose over here. You know, I got greenweed that lives right across the way from me. And she's been bragging all week about how one of her sugar daddies is going to buy her a, a, fry, a deep fried turkey. And she wants us to eat turkey with her and all. So, uh, Interesting. you know, we went along with we went along with her. Well, she's been out in the yard all day on the phone, and she wants everybody to hear her when she's talking. Oh she's yeah, she's cussing her sugar. She's cussing her sugar daddy out because he's been reneged on getting her a fried turkey. <laughs> and uh, what a mess! And I know it. Now her whole Thanksgiving is spoiled, and she she came over here and wanted us to boil some rice for, her, and, you know, help her with the fixings and everything. It's just it's another day in the ghetto. It's a mess over here. Yeah, <laughs> but, what a shame. Green weave, green weave. For those who don't know, is a black lady who I think has a kid or or more out of wedlock. I think she's got several several out of wedlock, and the youngest one, the uh, defect, she took her uh, this past weekend, and they're going they give it to another family that's going to keep her for. 30 days, they drug test the green weed to make sure she wasn't on drugs. Wow. And they're going, and they're going to keep drug testing periodically from the 30 days. And then they're going to give her a little, I call her a little Gucci. She's a, like, you know what Gucci black people are? What, what people are? Gucci. What a G. Gucci? Gucci. Geeky. Oh, yeah. Gucci. Uh-huh. It's, uh, it's a, a lot of blacks in the south, in South Carolina and Georgia, on the coast. They call them geechies. Oh, I'm and, not. Uh, I'm not sure I understood. Interesting. Yeah, and, and they spell can't it. Speak good spell English. it for me for the posterity. Oh my God, I can get close to it. <laughs> Geechee, G G H E E C H E E or something like that. I don't know. Okay. But uh, but she's gonna get little Geechee back probably in about a month, and um. Uh, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Hey, yeah. she's so out of control. She's so out of control, you know. But uh, it's a it's a mess thing you get up. But no, I I'm not I'm not really concerned about you know what Jesse was talking about. Um, I'm prepared, I guess, but I'm not really concerned because um, if it happens, it happens. You know, you hope for the best, but you you prepare for the worst. Right. Because nowadays it doesn't just happen in the middle of the night if you're Seth Rich walking the streets at four in the morning, coming home from the bar after yeah. before two a.m. Yeah. It happens in broad daylight sometimes. So just be wise. 
Keep your wits yeah. about you. Well, most, of, be aware. most of blacks down here listen. Most of blacks down here listen to the ghetto. They know I'm a I'm a pretty cool white boy. You know I play some old school black music and I slide right. down real low in my seat when I'm driving. <laughs> you know, and I buy my malt liquor every now and then when I'm at the store. Wow, so I get along pretty good. I get along pretty good with them. Okay, they got a they got one that's called Black Steel. It's a malt liquor. I've heard of it. Ninety nine cent. It ain't but ninety nine cent for sixteen ounce. So I can afford to buy them one of them every now and then. You know. <laughs> Uh huh. Yeah. All well, right. You're doing a good job, hey, and and happy Thanksgiving to you and all. Thank you. And the whole crew. And like I say, I sincerely do wish Earl a happy Thanksgiving. So do I. Happy Thanksgiving, Earl, from yes. Skip, and from me too. Appreciate it, Skip. Take care, man. Uh, you too, man. Talk to you later. All right. Okay, Bye. guys. Uh oh, shoot, wrong one. So real quick before I get to. Rick, hang tight, man. I wanted to talk about the SPLC and Antifa and communists. Because you know how the SPLC, the Southern Poverty Law Center, which I heard has communist roots. They're anti-American. And you know, anytime anybody's crying racism, they're being, they're using, they're exploiting the natural fissures between the people in America to drum up false suspicion and false accusations and division. That's what Obama did. That is what people have been doing for a hundred years or more. Maybe 150 years, who knows. Well, there are, and these, these are not good people. They talk, they have this thing called hate watch. And they pretend to be watching hate, but they hate the people that they're watching. They're hateful people. Nasty people. Not decent people themselves. They need to be looking at themselves. Rather than being over-concerned about what other people are doing. They're just drumming up suspicion and drumming up anger. And, you know, the mainstream media likes to reference them all the time. So did, at one point, the FBI. The FBI had the SPLC on their website. And then, famously, a few years ago, they were removed from the FBI website... But you know that there's still liberals in the FBI who still give credence to the SPLC. And they do their research. They're them and the ADL and all these people. They do their research and they may get information that's kind of interesting, right? But they are haters. And they are referencing work by this female middle-aged professor named Megan Squire. Who is maybe a white woman. She says that she grew up conservative Christian. But she turned, like, environmentalist at age 15. So I don't know how conservative Christian she was. Supported Obama in 2008. Got disillusioned with him and then joined the Occupy movement. I think she's married, too. Not very well led by her husband. Joined the Occupy Wall Street movement. That's the precursor to Black Lives Matter and and, uh, Antifa. Occupy Wall Street were the scum of the earth. And I knew some occupiers. I knew a female Asian woman. Taiwanese. Probably born in the United States. Anchor baby, huh? Probably born in, like, New York City. But educated, getting her PhD, whatever. This other woman that I'm talking about. And part of the Occupy movement, supported Obama, feminist, so-called Christian. So-called Christian. Went to the same school. And people are just... And these this Megan Squire lady, she seems... She, she seems... Like, she is a 
gentle, nonviolent, nice lady. But yet she likes Antifa and she likes the communists and she likes somewhat doxing, but she has like a little bit of ethics to her so she doesn't completely dox the right wingers, so called right wingers. She's probably doxing uh, Jesse Lee Peterson, maybe even me, who knows? But she became sort of a data source according to, I think, The Wire or something like that. For Antifa and for the SPLC, enemies of America, misguided, all about tracking so-called hate. She was using Facebook data to get all the names of the people who participated in that uh, Charlottesville Unite the Right rally. See if you can Google a picture of Megan Squire. M-E-G-A-N. Squire. Spelled like Squire. S-Q-U-I-R-E. Megan Squire. Red-haired lady. I call it middle-aged, but she's like young but middle-aged. Almost. And this was a, yeah, Wired magazine, not The Wire. By Doug Bach Clark. Did a feature on her in 2018, in January 16th, 2018. Meet Antifa's secret weapon against far-right extremists. Megan Squire is an intelligence operative of sorts, passing along information to those who might put it to real-world use, like Antifa, who can weaponize it. And she said she was at the Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville. That's the one in 2017, right? August of 2017, when they were protesting the taking down of the statues. And she, there was photograph. there she is. Don't think that she was raised a normal conservative Christian. Otherwise, how did she fall away that badly? But, you know, there are a lot of people who were raised conservative Christians who have gone off the deep end. But she's married. She, I think she got pepper sprayed at that rally. She was rattling off names of these people because she was paying it, you know, she was kind of watching them and so she knew their names. People who were showing up at this uh, Charlottesville rally. But she was encouraged by Antifa's existence. Antifa hates so-called racists. Really, all they do is hate America. And they pretend, they just call America Nazis. <laughs> she said, Antifa was a level of mad about racism and fascism that I was glad to see. They were definitely not quiet rainbow peace people. That's her. But she's kind of a rainbow peace person. Although she's like communist. The night before this Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville, Virginia, where the cops didn't separate Antifa and Black Lives Matter from the right-wingers, the whites who got the permit to protest against the tearing down of the monuments, Robert E. Lee's monument, a great hero, American hero, Robert E. Lee, General Lee. So the night before the rally, she and her husband, this Megan Squire lady and her husband, watched in horror on the internet as several hundred white supremacists, they weren't, staged a torch-lit march in Charlottesville to protest the movement Removal of a statue of Robert E. Lee, chanting, Jews will not replace us. That's what those guys were chanting. Because they're mad at all the immigration coming in, whites not making babies, it's a version of American values and freedom, and uh, all these people who are coming in, they don't love white people, and then white people are not even raised to love white people or anybody else anymore. And much less the uh, my so-called minorities. But they're being called Nazis. And in some cases, they're getting mad. 
The next morning, the couple got up at 5 a.m. This is this Megan Squire lady and her husband drove 150 miles through rain and mist in Virginia. At a crowded park, she met with a half a dozen or so activists she knew from North Carolina, some of them Antifa, and they they unfurled a banner for the, listen to this, Industrial Workers of the World. She had joined this communist-inspired labor organization in December of 2016 after Obama got elected. I mean, after Trump got elected. The great one. The great president. After witnessing what she considered a well-organized response to the KKK rallies of North Carolina and Virginia. So she's hating, joining the ultimate hate group, the communists, in a misguided hatred towards maybe some whites who are haters, I don't know. KKK rallies, please. Just before 10 a.m., the so-called white supremacists began marching into Emancipation Park. A parade of Klansmen, neo-Nazis, militia members, I doubt that any of that, and so-called alt-right adherents, armed with everything from homemade plexiglass shields to assault weapons. And you can understand why, given the attacks on Trump supporters that we've seen over the years, right? Squire screamed curses at the white supremacists by name. She knew them because she had their information on file in this system that she calls whack-a-mole. 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 That, and she had memorized their faces. <laughs> At one point, a group of clergy, meaning these liberal so-called Christian people, fake Christians, liberal Christians, tried to blockade the white supremacists, so-called white supremacists, misnomered as white supremacists. And Squire linked arms with other activists to protect them. A petite woman, she was pushed aside by men with plexiglass shields. Fights broke out. Both sides blasted pepper spray. Squire, got, Squire put on a gas mask that she'd been carrying in a backpack, but the pepper spray covered her arms, making them sting. Oh. Meddling in stuff that she has no clue what she's doing. And she's been doxxed and harassed, and the people that she's semi-doxxed, other people have doxxed the rest of the way and harassed them. People getting doxxed like crazy. Dox means they find your personal information, try to get you fired, or try to show up at your house and intimidate you, or threaten you, or in some cases assault you, or even try to kill you. All kinds of madness going on. They're trying to do that to um, Andy No, that Asian guy, liberal guy, independent reporter, journalist guy who's exposed Antifa names and mugshots and their backstories. These people are so misguided. And it's a shame. And they're targeting so-called hate, but they themselves are haters. This woman is a hater. But she has, she, I mean, she, misguided woman. Meddling in the affairs of men. <laughs> Am I right? Anyway. I had to share that with you. See? Communist. She joined a communist group. To fight, oh, white supremacists. Who are just trying to preserve America, most of them. It's ridiculous. <laughs> LL Cool Nate says about uh, Earl, so he doesn't tip. Because Earl said, I tip when the service is right, but if they're, not, if they're disrespecting me, I don't. <laughs> Hashtag beta, says LL Cool Nate. And he says, don't hang up on me, just fell asleep from Earl. Oh, Nate, thanks for calling in, man. Good to hear from you. <laughs> That's funny. Dark Side of the Bear What says, Happy Thanksgiving, Hake, JLP, Joel, Chris, and everyone. Hillary, thank you for the support. Mo Better Stand Up with a Ninjagini. 
Ninja for the Hake and Earl battle. I missed JLP again, frown face. I worked late and still in Germany time zone. Well, I appreciate it. Mo better stand up. Thank you, man. Arizona lineman with a diamond. Make another shirt like that, but with the Hake face. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I'm wearing my The Great White Hope t-shirt with a graphic version of the Trump Twitter profile pic. I like how in Trump's profile pictures and portraits, generally he's not smiling. You know, in like the Asian cultures, like they don't trust a smile, a person who smiles because it's, it's a sign of a dishonest person. And that has become, didn't he mention like, uh, somebody could be very qualified for running for president and then somebody can not be qualified and no great mind, no great brain, but a big smile. Isn't that Joe Biden? With his phony smile and his phony feeling sorry for people. No, I'm trying not to smile. It's bugging me. Because <laughs> I smile a lot. Dark Side of the Bear, what? Gave us month, one month subscription to Mo Betta Stand Up. Congratulations. Thank you guys for the support. I appreciate it. What a mess. Let me get to Mays in Dayton, Ohio. She wants to answer what a sugar daddy is in the South, or say what that is in the South. Interesting, because Skip was talking about Green Weave, a woman with green hair, a black woman with green hair, had a sugar daddy who said that he wasn't going to get her a deep-fried turkey after all. Mays in Dayton, Ohio, how are you doing? Hello, James. Hey. How are you today? Fine. How are you? When uh, Skip talking about, keep talking about a sugar daddy. Yeah. And then there's a Miss Ann. And um, you know who Miss, you know what, uh, uh, who Miss Ann is? <laughs> no. Well, Miss Ann is a black woman that a white man came to her house and was dating her. Wow. And he was her sugar daddy. And the neighborhood would call her Miss Ann because they would know what was going on. Wow. So, so that's why he a knows Miss so Ann, much about- A Miss Ann is a black woman who's dating a white man. Yeah, and he treated her real well. <laughs> okay. He bought her a car and everything else. And the kids in the neighborhood, they would say he was an insurance man, but he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> man, the degeneracy infecting the South, even in the old school times. <laughs> and then it was like places like probably where Rick came from, and you know, like in the and like kind of in the country where the country roads was. They uh-huh. did that real. Uh, my my friend that I have, he said the lady he married to. Yeah. He, said he was there. He was so shocked. He went to visit her, and then these men was, like, in the neighborhood, and he was wondering why they were over there, and the women were sitting in their laps and everything. They don't really hate you. Right. So you're, so you're saying that a lot of these mixed-race people aren't conceived in rape? No, not, not the ones my grandparents came from, but not the ones now. Oh, you're saying the grandparents came from rape, but nowadays... Yeah, some of them. <laughs> but nowadays, that's not how they, they have a they have a sugar daddy like Skip. They right. have a sugar daddy, and that's why you can tell what you want for Christmas. How do you and how do you know that the grandparents weren't just sugar daddy slave masters? Well, then they had a law with some that miss, wanted and to and the mishand slaves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. So talk about I'm sugar sorry, daddy, everybody. Like, to whites, I'm the, sorry. This is like this feels like slander of the, our great why don't he heritage. Tell the truth? Uh, why he know so much about that woman business? 
And then a Brick Maze. He, he, my uncle he knows was a, a lot. Are you asking why Skip knows a lot of this Green Weave woman's <laughs> business? Yeah, he knows because a whole she, lot of her business. So evidently, according, he must be some. According, okay, according to him, she talks real loud in the yard on the phone uh -huh. and likes yeah. everybody to hear her. Maybe she's sort uh -huh. of an exhibitionist in that way. Yeah, right. Yeah. But I'm just telling you, I'm just telling you where down south, okay. uh, Miss Ann, she's next to the wife. T-I-L, today and I learned. she treated sometimes better than the wife. That's a Reddit reference. Gross. Excuse me? Oh, I said so, T-I-L. Uh, if you want to start, explain sugar daddy, so I'm telling him what it is. Yeah, in a, a you can't yeah. Tell, unless you know you wouldn't be telling how it go in the neighborhood. Gross. So why would you be in somebody's neighborhood all the time and you don't look like the people in the neighborhood? And then but you always get Miss Ann, taking her out and doing stuff. Not me. No, I'm not saying you, but I'm <laughs> saying that's how it goes. So younger people need to know the story. Okay. So they don't know the story, they keep on walking around here hating people and don't even understand why. I know some of the old ones get mad with me telling them the truth. But I just can't help it. The truth hurts. Well, and it I don't know. It, it might help. be considered gossip, Maze. He, no, it's it, not gossip. It's yeah, true. because... Because it's happening today. Maze, the Bible says that it's a shame to even repeat the stuff that evil people do in darkness. Oh, that's what the evil people in darkness. But it comes to the light when you find the biracial children walking around. Well, I mean, if they so get married, the if they get married, All okay, whatever. Married. But if they're cheating like that or they're mm. doing this stuff unmarried, that's mm, not yeah. right. Well, I know it's not and right. I don't think that, you know, like what Skip referenced. I don't so know if you, I don't know if you're a traditional woman. You <laughs> seem to indicate oh, yes, that I'm a traditional woman. Okay, well then the traditional people, the traditional people don't really like the all this race mixing. At least they don't like it being promoted. Well, if that just say you love who you want to, regardless of what color. Oh it is. gosh, you can you're be a liberal. Asian, you can be a whatever. Okay, liberal. <laughs> so, isn't, I mean, what? are you one of those love is love? I'm not people? a liberal because I don't know what a liberal is. A liberal. Okay, you're one of those label haters. <laughs> I'm a human being. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what I am. I'm an individual. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I, I am. So when it comes to Skip talking about a sugar support, daddy, hold on, he just I gotta, I gotta cut this in. Do oh you yes, you do. Do you support? I same, know it hurt the ears. Do you support same-sex marriage? No, I don't. Oh, good. Does that mean I have to be in somebody's business because that's what they want to do? No. Right. All right. So that's the way I leave it. But anyway, tell Skip to have a good day, and next time he can really, really, really explain the sugar daddy since he all in that woman business. <laughs> I think that she's putting her business in everybody else's because face. Because she must be a Miss Ann then. Hey, hey, I almost called her Ann. May Mays, mm -hmm. are you aware that there are some black women, such as perhaps this green weave lady, who put their business in everybody else's face? No, it's like if it's putting it in business, then why does he know so much about it? Unless he's over there with her. Or somewhere. Blacks, or know somebody blacks, that blacks, data. Blacks how you all... Hold on, Mays. Blacks sometimes talk really loudly. Well, I have nothing to do with it. Yes, it now, does. Saying, if you can hear them, you're won't. inside your house, and you can hear her yelling in her yard on the phone, then oh, yeah, right. that's her putting her business in everybody else's mm -hmm. face. That sounds like somebody right in her ear. <laughs> <laughs> Getting whatever she... <laughs> are you, like wait a minute, Maze. I gotta clean this up a little bit. Are, no, you, you, are you speculating that, that Green Weave is a Miss Ann for Sugar Daddy Skip? Somebody, he's talking about a Sugar Daddy. She got a Sugar Daddy. So are, is that, that what you're speculating? Daddy, the sugar daddy could be his friend. Uh, well, we know, and uh, that's why he knows so much about her. Whatever, Maze. You shouldn't be. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't be gossiping then, like that. Well, he should call her Miss Ann because that's what she sounds like. She is. 
Well, if she has a sugar daddy, it doesn't mean that it's a white sugar daddy. Oh, yes. Miss Ann had that one he's describing, and he knows so much about what she's doing. Oh, yes. Whatever. Anyway, And it wasn't the insurance man. Anyway. You're being very messy. That's what he was told that he was the insurance man in the neighborhood. (laughs) Messy maze. That was... They tell me, like, they, they, he's the insurance man. Like, really? Why is he going to know them people? I'm else? not going to give any mm-hmm. more airtime to you. He wasn't, no, he wasn't your... collecting no insurance. No, you're gossiping. No, you're gossiping. What? You're gossiping. I said it's happening today. It's love going around. Y'all don't even know that y'all weren't hating love. people. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. not love, Maze. You're hating people. You're weird. love is going around. You'll be surprised, James, if you let me tell the story. I got to run. We can They'll talk. Probably an... fall out. Let's talk them. another time. Stop doing the night sneak. In the day sneak, and in the daylight, and leave Miss Ann alone. I'll leave it that way. I so am pro-shame. People, should, well, be, have, people well, should be ashamed and should hide their issues. So don't be talking about a sugar daddy if you don't want to explain it. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Thank you, Mays. Have Mace. a good one, James. Happy Thanksgiving early. Take care. <laughs> what a mess. Okay, let me get to Rick in Hampton, Virginia. He's been on hold forever. Rick, how are you doing? I'm fine, James. What about you, brother? I'm fine as well. Nice to hear from you. Hear me? Yes, sir. Good to hear from you, man. You know, I know, too, I'm I'm, I'm trying to have a little faith. It's like you know President Trump won the election. I think he—you know what? I don't know that he did, but it kind of honestly makes sense that he won. He got 10 million more votes than last time around. 10 million more votes. Right. And he, like— other, like the House picked up a bunch of seats. I know that the Senate is kind of in play. There's supposed to be a runoff in Georgia. But it doesn't, I think that um, it is quite plausible to speculate that he could have won in a landslide and they just cheated and turned, flipped votes. It seems quite plausible right. to me. Yeah. I, I, you know, I'm going to go off on the limb and say that he did win the election. He won the election. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, you know, that they are, they trying to steal it, and it's like um, part of you want to say Trump gonna prevail, and part of you saying they gonna steal the election. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do, because we don't know what's gonna happen. Right? Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And um, it's like I know Trump won. I would, I, and I would like to see him, you know, you know, be sworn back in. But at the same time, they, you know, they trying to steal the election. It's like. You, you don't know what's going to happen. They're going to mess around still and then it's going to, you know, I mean, in a, and and my it, thing is. And in a, worldly wait, 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 wait. in a worldly sense, it seems like they have the upper hand right now. Exactly. There, there you so go. We don't know. We'll see what happens. They, Trump can pull off the impossible at times. So we'll see. Oh, he's he, he been doing it. And, and, and that, so can, by the way, Sidney Powell. I'm still with her. And Trump oh, is, so, too, by the way. He's been giving credence to what she's been saying. She's been retweeting information about her, even to this yesterday, <laughs> to this day. I would, you know what? All I wouldn't let her go. Because I, I think she's a very smart lawyer. I think yeah. Rudy Giuliani, he's good, too. He's all right. Yeah, I like him, too. Yeah. And um, I, I think, and the way Rudy, oh, we're going to win this election. I mean, he's very, very confident. And I like how he's, he's not letting. His information out because if he let if he tell everything that he have, then maybe won't do nothing but get it and twist it. Yeah, and we'll, I'm like, don't show your poker hand to the day you come to the poker table. Yeah, we'll see what you happens. Know, and, um, I hope, and you know what, if they do prove that um 
Biden them cheated, he should pay for all the recounts and everything. Yeah, but you know Whether what? It's not the Democratic Party. It's not. It doesn't come down to one man. It comes down to a corrupt bunch of people because, you know, it's, it's kind of like um, there doesn't have to even be a conspiracy. It just has to be a whole bunch of people who are corrupt, brainwashed, blind, hate the country, hate President Trump, and misguided, and they just have the take it upon themselves to cheat in different ways. It's across you know, the most, country. Most people hate President Trump. Haven't spent, especially on um, how you feel about Chris Cuomo. I mean, Chris uh, Cuomo. Chris Cuomo. That's the CNN, on CNN. host. Oh, he's yeah, no, well, he's, he's like a um, commentator, a, right? Yeah, he's he lifts weights, but he's like a f- female-minded person. Yeah, he's wow. lame. Wow, man, because this thing like he's a poser. I feel like he could be a good commentator, but he hates Trump so bad. His whole entire show is on a bashing hate Trump. Right, it it, it really and is, then, and he po- he pretends that he like he loves the gay people, but he doesn't because he's. He's encouraging and uh, validating what's wrong with them, as though it's right. What a shame. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I mean, CNN, they spend their whole, they don't even do this. They spend a whole 24 hours talking about President Trump. Yeah. That's all they do. That, and that's what most And they're not the only hate. ones. It's the whole mainstream media. They're, they're just oh. trash. Including AP, Reuters. I like Newsmax. I like One America News Network. I like certain segments of, of Fox News. I like the Epoch Times, which they're not necessarily TV much, but uh, I like Right Side Broadcasting. Um, I like Revolver News, a website. I like Breitbart in general. Um, Daily oh, Caller man. a little bit. But, yeah, I mean, there's some decent people you can find them anywhere, even in even in Yahoo News. Like I said, um, Jesse Lee Peterson was featured in a Yahoo um, article and video a couple of years back, and it was uh-huh. very nice, and it was fair and everything. So there is little glimpses of light everywhere. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Oh, oh, one last thing, that James. Yeah. When is when is the Supreme Court gonna take the case? You know, like when is it gonna be presented to them? I'm not even sure that they're gonna take it, but I don't know. I think that they have this deadline, like December eighth or something, that everything has to be uh, in fourteenth. Is it? I don't know. There's there's different things that have to be in, right? And there's different deadlines going on. So. In the year 2000, with Bush versus Gore, when it was very close, and then it came down to just Florida, and there's a recount, and a lawsuit, and all that stuff, the Supreme Court threw out something that wasn't, that didn't get in by the deadline, even though it was maybe a valid concern. But there's these deadlines because things have to keep moving. You know, they can't just. Uh-huh. I mean, I guess they have to keep moving. So we'll see. I don't know. Wow, you know, it's going to be in because you, you want to advance the Supreme. I think if they can present the evidence well to the Supreme Court, it's like, if it's like a shower of doubt evidence, they got it, and they and it's like, dang, if I don't um, open the case up, I'd be, I'd be corrupt. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, so Sidney Powell said that if um, John Roberts, the Chief Justice, the rhino, 
doesn't isn't interested in taking the case, then he needs to be impeached. <laughs> and I agree with her. Wow. John Roberts, I, yeah. Honestly, I think John Roberts and all the liberals and rhinos should be impeached. But, you know, yeah. we don't have decent... We don't really have a decent Congress or Senate either, or executive branch, except for Trump himself and maybe a couple of others. So... Man, I hope we can keep winning them two seats in Georgia, too, man. That would be nice. We'll see what happens. Yeah, it's wild. Interesting times. Man, a lot. Yeah, it's a lot at stake, man. Like, it's like a lot at stake, but you don't know what's going to happen yet. Yeah. Rick, you know, I think I, we won't know nothing. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You go ahead. I got to run. We're at the end of the show. Oh, do your thing. Hey, love you, brother. Y'all happy Thanksgiving to Thank the whole you. staff, man. You, Dick, Jesse, Chris, and um, Joel, and Jesse. Love y'all. Y'all be blessed. You as well, Rick. Good to hear from you. Take care. Uh, Dark Side of the Bear What says, And we appreciate you, Hake. Amazing hair. Smiley face with... (laughs) Tell Maze I'll be here, Sugar Daddy, says Arizona Lineman. And Dark Side of the Bear What says, Maze is way too giddy about that gossip. Girl, bye. (laughs) And, oh, Trunk gonna win, says Dark Side of the Bear What. Well... We'll see what happens. Hot Computer Smell says, I'm suffering from Earl fatigue. Ten calls in one week, on average. I understand. Anyway, thehakereport.com for my stuff. Rebuildingtheman.com slash church for the Sunday service premiere, which should be happening 4 p.m. my time today. Figure it out if you're uh, somewhere else. And Bond Rebuilding the Man YouTube channel. That's where it should happen. From 2010. Very nice follow-up to last week's about how do you see God. All right? The, the com, jessieleepeterson.com, rebuildingtheman.com slash church. Take care, guys.